Hello everyone, this is Pastor Scott. And this is Pastor Don from Good Samaritan Lutheran Church here in Las Vegas. And you're listening to Good News from Good Sam, our podcast. This is where we go deeper into our weekly message and give you some spiritual food for the week. So we hope that you enjoy listening today and always feel free to share it with some of your friends as well. Absolutely. We just hope that our time together today will bless you and that will bring you a little bit closer to God and His love for you. Hello, everyone. Pastor Scott here, along with... Tommy. And Pastor Don. Good to have you guys here. Welcome to uh, Good News at Noon, the deeper version of it, as we talk about this weekend's message. Do we get any messages from people? Any questions? Nope. People don't have any questions you have no for questions. us. That's how good we are. No one ever no one ever has any questions or further thoughts about what we say. They Thank just you trust for us. tuning in today. We appreciated this time with you. <laughs> exactly. Y'all, no questions? y'all have a good day. Bye bye now. <laughs> anyway. Oh, I thought the music was really great from the weekend. Now did you like the music better than the messages? I liked that there were messages with the music. Okay. Ooh, that was very different. Very different. <laughs> so who gave the best message? Pastor Scott, Pastor Jim, or Pastor Don? I think the um, <laughs> the one that we call that starts with Pastor. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> I think I think the, a good way to answer that would be, well, they were all very good in their own ways. They That's all right. uh, had Just very like, something... You love all your children, <laughs> even though they have very different personalities. Oh, you, you know, we lost our dog recently, but when we first got her, I called the breeder and I said, Dolly just seems different than the others. I mean, she, there's just something about Dolly, and Jillian was the name of the breeder. And Jillian said, Scott, don't you know? The one you've got is the one that's best. Mm. And so you have yeah. all three pastors, too, and they're all the best. Yes. Yeah, there you go. Mm. Well, right. We do, and we—I mean—we tell our children we absolutely have a favorite, and uh, we'll just—we'll let them know whoever's behaving the best and listening to us is our favorite right now. So, or you could do like whoever does this, this, or this, I will tell you which one is my favorite. Oh, and then you just keep think, adding stuff on. That's a very healthy thing to do—is to make <laughs> your love for your children conditional. That's it really right. teaches them about God's love. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting uh, deeper. Oh boy, it's, deep, it's getting deeper out here. That's for sure. <laughs> getting deeper. Start to talk a little bit about um, some of the things from this weekend. Obviously, the message was very much given in a musical uh, form. I think that was awesome. I think music speaks to our souls and our hearts in ways sometimes a spoken word cannot. And so, maybe for the people listening on the podcast, if you want to watch that, they would go to goodsamlv.com. Mm-hmm. And from there, you can link to the services from December 12th and 13th. Yep. Yeah. Or the YouTube or Facebook. They're right. All, they're all there. Yeah. And uh, just, I mean, some of the solos and some of the, the music, for instance. So, Scott, you kind of led into the song Light of the World, sung by Kristen, correct? Yeah, and, and also coming off of, or, or the song right before it was O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. That, mm-hmm. that was performed instrumentally. Uh, but the reading, because Light of the World that Kristen sang, and I forget who sings it. Um, um, Lauren Daigle. Lauren Daigle. Oh, mm-hmm. um, it has the... 
the words from Emmanuel as well, O come, O come, Emmanuel, yep. and it has light of the world. And so let me just read from John's Gospel, the first chapter. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And he was God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. And in him was life, and that life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness uh, has not understood it and cannot overcome it, other translations say. And then I jumped ahead in John's Gospel to the 8th chapter, when Jesus says in verse 12, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. And... And then Kristen sang Light of the World by Lauren Diggle, which is just a beautiful, mm-hmm. beautiful song. But a couple things. One was O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. Emmanuel, as you've talked about in a couple messages in the prior weeks, Emmanuel means God with us. Right. And um, that's what makes this season so unique. Uh, I've I referenced a song by Bette Midler. Probably most of the people watching know. Did you know who Bette Midler was? I know who she is. Who she is. Yeah. Yeah. I know She's a really old singer. Yeah. <laughs> I think my grandparents used to listen to her. Yeah, I'm just yeah, kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hopefully nobody forwards this to Bette Midler. Oh, right? my yeah. gosh. But she sang a song, I think, in the 80s, and it was, it was called From a Distance. Yeah. And the phrase in there was, God is watching us from a distance. Now... I think that's true, but that's not what I find inspiring. What I find inspiring is the message of Christmas, which is God isn't just out there, but God's here. Mm -hmm. And in fact, God came to be among us and with us in the person of Jesus. And then both at the beginning of John's Gospel and the eighth chapter, we see that Jesus himself is the light, if you will, the light that's come into the darkness. Jesus says, I am the light of the world. And, you know, I, I just shared a little bit that I think so many people continue to have darkness in their lives. And there's mm. certainly a lot of darkness in our world. Uh, Tommy just told me there was a stabbing at one of the local schools today. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that's kind of that oh, really? uh, um, darkness, if you will, that lives out and we have to deal with. Uh, but the message of Christmas is Jesus gives us hope and there Absolutely. is light. I do have a question. So, because you t- they say, you know, he shall be called Emmanuel. So, where does the name Jesus come from? Or why do we have both names? Or, what, you know what I mean? Well, and there's really a number. I mean, a number of names in Scripture. Mm-hmm. And, and I think all of them, and certainly get Pastor Don's input, all of them give us different um, insight into who Jesus mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't let me lose track of that, but I'm having a, a bit of a senior moment here. But one of the things I like about that first chapter in John, because I think a lot of people forget, and I mean, I didn't know until later in my life. Uh, I just assumed Jesus showed up on the scene when he was born. Mm-hmm. But right. that first chapter of John makes it very clear that he was in the beginning. I mean, God has these three, I like to say it's three ways God reveals himself. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. I often use the uh, example of water has three states. And so Jesus is the one who comes as he will save the people from their sins. Yep. 
And so the name is speaking to that savior aspect. It's when uh, the angel, I I believe, appears to Joseph and says, you know, take Mary as your wife, the child in your shirt from the Holy Spirit. And then in Luke 131, it says, you will conceive and give birth to a son. Oh, so the angel is talking to Mary. My apologies. And you are to call him Jesus. So that is uh, where that comes from. They listen to the angel. Yes. But so then it was like a prophet in the Old Testament that said his name will be Emmanuel? Yeah, yeah the, the, the reading from, um, uh, what am I trying to say? It was in the Matthew reading mm-hmm. that we started out with. From Matthew's gospel, he goes back to Isaiah mm-hmm. uh, to show that what's happening in the birth of Jesus isn't something that hasn't been foretold. Mm. Uh, it was there. Uh, some people knew well i mean they were always waiting for messiah and but you know a lot of them thought this would be a messiah that frees them from roman bondage and mm-hmm. political stuff and going to be victorious in terms of military achievements and all of that but what jesus obviously came to do was to free us from sin to give us peace i think pastor don yep. talks about that more in the message he shared this week it's the kind of uh, light that we need in our lives. I know I do on a daily basis. Um, yeah. So again, senior moment. I'm kind of going off track there. But yeah. yeah. You will conceive and give birth to a son. You were to call him Jesus, and then just what you just said. He will be great. He will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. He will reign over Jacob's descendants, and his kingdom will never end. So. Yeah. Um, and Pastor Jim said, your question's a good one. Yeah, good job, Tom. Well, thank you. Yeah. So uh, let's talk about Jim's message. I thought there was a little bit of interesting, a little bit of interest in that, where he was, a couple people said they didn't know that about the word spirit and breath, breath of God and Holy Spirit. So um, Pastor Jim, if we get it wrong, type it in down there. So yeah, yeah. you can share with everybody who's watching too. But yeah, the breath and spirit. Well, I always appreciate when um, some of those, some of the words that we kind of hear today are traced back to like um, the Hebrew or the original or the Greek, Greek, mm-hmm. and and because those languages seem to have a much wider vocabulary than yeah. ours, so it really helps to kind of um, illustrate what is actually being said because we mm-hmm. get a better understanding of this language. So I really appreciated that about mm-hmm. Pastor Jim's message. And I like how he drew together God breathed life into, you know, man, human beings. Um, it's the same breath of heaven that he breathed um, Jesus into the life of Jesus. And just that is, it's not just the spirit, it's life. And I, I thought that was a great comparison. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate that, Jim. Thanks for doing that for us. And for those of you watching or listening, if you didn't see the... Um, worship last week again go onto the website and find that but obviously breath of heaven right and i forget who sings that too but but beautiful amy christmas grant. song yeah i think amy that's grant. an amy grant that's song right. breath, said, of, breath of heaven so um yeah and that's just uh, one of the most beautiful it's a classic uh christmas song amy grant's been singing that for two decades i believe it's a couple she's a couple as of decades old as me. she's pretty old <laughs> <laughs> tommy's laughing <laughs> You'll get there one day, sister, hopefully. <laughs> Amy Grant was, is a Christian singer from a number of years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Jim pointed out, Pastor Jim pointed out, that uh, Amy Grant also called it Mary's song. Yeah. 
Yeah. And also you kind of mentioned that, that the Spirit is breathing in us now. Is this, the breath of heaven wasn't something that was done just 2,000 years ago at creation. It is a, a continuing presence of God's, or a continuing reminder of God's presence with us. Holy Spirit, the breath of heaven, the breath of God that breathes through us and in us. Um, because we believe God's Spirit resides ab- in, in us. Absolutely. We, isn't that interesting that we all have a little bit of God, just a, a little kernel of that Holy Spirit? And it's very hard to, what does that look like? But just that God is working in us. We all have that. Yeah. Which yeah. on some days would be questionable in my life. Yeah, that's true. Sometimes mm-hmm. we repress it pretty well. But I believe that's why there's this longing in our lives to to be connected to something greater because it's that it's that the God inside of us calling out to to the greater God if you will um, and so that's why you're never really content with your life unless you are deeply in connection with Christ because um, there's just always that longing inside of us uh, I don't know if you want to call a longing to go home a longing to be connected to the source of the life that we have within us um, and we just we don't ever get that longing completely fulfilled until we're done with this world and we go to the next. But the closer we are to God, the more we lean into God, the greater that sense of peace and contentment as we stay more connected to the source of life within us. Well, I think you see that like evidenced in like a lot of recovery programs. I mean, they're longing for something. They end up using substances and then most of their success comes when they shift that over to yep. you know faith practices and it's in right. spiritual connection that's what most addiction is 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 longing trying to fulfill that emptiness inside of you and some people will use um sex some will use drugs some will use alcohol some will use gambling mm-hmm. welcome to las vegas um food food food, food. yeah there's another one and those worldly things, they just, they're so short in their fulfillment. Mm-hmm. You know, you hit, the, you hit the royal flush and you're happy for 30 seconds, but then you got to go hit the next royal flush or you have the drink or whatever the case might mm-hmm. be. Um, so, and then the last part of our message f- from this past Sunday was this, this uh, using the, the song. Um, I heard the bells on Christmas Day. I mean, just, and that one, that song is the oldest, uh, probably the oldest I don't know. Some of the musical numbers might have been a little bit older, but that was probably the oldest sung song in our repertoire of Christmas music. Appropriate uh, was, then that you spoke to that. Yes, yeah. very appropriate that the youngest <laughs> <laughs> spoke to the oldest uh, song, 1863. Um, I don't have my notes right in front of me. I think that's 1863 what you said, is when he sat down on Christmas Eve. And wrote that song. He, he. That's what I say. She. No, I say he. he. Yeah. He. Who? Who? He. Henry <laughs> Wadsworth Longfellow. Um, if that name sounds familiar to you, it's because he is a very pretty famous poet in the culture of America, and um, he was struggling, like many of us do, with the reality of the world that he was living in. Civil War. Wife had died two years early, tragically. His son had been shot at the Battle of Christ Church during the Civil War. He was nursing back to health. His survival was not a guaranteed thing. His son was very sick at the time. He did survive, but uh, he was very sick at the time. And so he's dealing with all of that while 
the bells in, in Boston, Massachusetts are ringing. And I guess they, they used to ring Christmas songs, maybe. I don't know exactly how that works. Um, but reminding everybody about the good news of Christmas, peace on earth, and yet he sees no peace. He sees a country at war. He sees a, a family in crisis. And he writes this song as his soul. You can just see his soul and his mind and his heart battling mm-hmm. with the good news of Christmas, with the reality of the world. So you mean 160 years ago? Our country was the divided? country was divided. And there were difficult things yeah. going on, not... Right. Maybe a pandemic, but a civil war, right. country divided, right. and somebody felt hopeless. Right. At Until, least they're not. At least they're not killing each other like they did back then. I mean, a couple people got killed during the January sixth riot, so I guess they are still killing each other, but not like they were during the civil war. Whoops! Hello. Sorry, Don't stop that, believing. That's, that's a. It's that's a very my, dead ringtone. That's my very very appropriate <laughs> song. Let me just tell her. Uh, that's funny. But but, but I, think, I, I think the point, because I mean, I think of people, when you were sharing the message, I was thinking of people in the congregation who've lost loved ones recently, uh, or a while ago. But I mean, we've had several people lose loved ones recently. Yes. And now it's Christmas time, and the first Christmas without that loved one, or second Christmas, whatever it might be for some of you. Um, country's a little divided, and yet in the midst of that, we're celebrating because there is something to celebrate. Well, I think, too, because I, I think probably last Christmas, everyone was thinking, well, we just got to get through feeling the, like yeah. this this Christmas. But next Christmas, yeah. we're not going to be like this, and it's kind of still and there. here we are. And yeah. so... Um, People I, are getting discouraged. Yeah, yep. and I thought that was really interesting in the history of that song because I think, too, you listen to a lot of these songs that you hear every year around this time, and maybe you've been hearing them for so long that you're not really listening to the lyrics like Mm, you should. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so when we really hear the lyrics and kind of why they are saying that, you're like, oh, wow, I could relate to that. And that, you know, there is still hope in it too. Um, So I thought that was really interesting, the history of that song. And and the little more modern version of where the musicians did it too, mm-hmm. I, I think very meaningful and inspiring, mm-hmm. if you will. I mean, one of the, one of the uh, lyrics to it is, um, I, in, in, in despair I bowed my head. There is no peace on earth, I said, for hate is strong. And it mocks the song, this, this, the, this bell song of peace on earth, of peace on earth, goodwill to men. But then he goes on to say, but the bells just keep ringing, like a choir. Um, and, and it's almost a little bit like David when he wrestles with the Psalms in the Old Testament. He's like, where are you, God? You, why are you letting all these people persecute me? Why is all this coming on me? But I will continue to trust in you. I continue to know that you're with me. Because then a little bit later in the song, he goes, the wrong shall fail, the right prevail. With peace on earth and goodwill to men. And then he talks about how it goes from night to day, because he's writing this in the middle of the night. And so it's, it's, now it's, it's, it's dawn on Christmas Day, and he's like, you know, it, it resolves itself. The world resolved from night to day, and, and you can just see him kind of coming out of the darkness and back into the, the light of the hope that comes from Christmas, even with the despair that, of everything that's going on in his world. 
Well, I mean, even look at like the birth of Christ. I mean, that didn't, that's, it doesn't start out a very peaceful story. No, I it mean, sure doesn't. I've been pregnant before and I wouldn't want to travel <laughs> across like on foot and donkey, donkey or whatever donkey. and then have be you know out in the cold with some farm animals i mean that's not the peaceful birth that you probably envision like god's son coming into but they you know peace did prevail in that right yeah it was chaotic it was stressful and and you can imagine uh, it probably and we don't even know when she gave birth did she give birth at night or day but in my mind she gave birth at night and then the well we know the angels came yeah. or the shepherds came but we don't know how long the baby had been born by the time the shepherds get there because they get there at night because the angels tell them about it at nighttime. Um, but I, I, in my mind, I picture Mary kind of going through all that and then once again the sun rising and she's holding her baby and she's just so in love with him like most mothers are when they hold their children and fathers as well. And, um, and she sees, sees just the love and the joy and the hope of having her baby. But she also has a little bit deeper knowledge of knowing that it's not just a baby. Um, what it probably reaffirmed to, to have these people, like, you know, the shepherds and people coming there to be like, yeah, we heard about this. And she's like, oh, I guess this is, like, legit. <laughs> oh, you got, you got visited by an angel? I got visited by Joseph got visited by an angel, but you guys got visited by an angel? Oh, okay, all right. Yeah. So. so the bottom line, as we kind of wrap it up, is that in the midst of the darkness, there's light. Yep. Uh, that God breathes, as Pastor Jim shared, his spirit, his breath into our lives, even uh, as he did into Mary. Yep. And that there is, There's, there can be peace. There can be peace even in the midst of the pain. I mean, we've said that a lot during the Christmas season, how there can be peace in the midst of the pain. But we just have to keep reminding ourselves of that because even if everything is good in your life, we know that in the world there's still a pandemic, there's still uncertainty, and there, we still live in a country that is deeply divided. Um, but in the midst of that darkness, there is light, there is hope. And that is, that is the message of Christmas. Christ doesn't just come to us when everything's good. I think Christ comes to us at all times. And I think that presence is even more powerful when things are difficult. And so... I don't know what's going on in your life. My prayer for you that are either on the podcast or, or viewing is that you're having a great Christmas, that the people the people in your family and your life are healthy, that you're healthy, um, that you're enjoying, that everybody's going to travel, you're going to have time together, and that it's a joyful Christmas. Um, and then God can make it even better. But if you're not, you're looking for a job, somebody in your family's ill, you're struggling with something, please remember God is with you in the midst of it. Emmanuel, God with us, God with you. I think that's a good place to end. Amen. All right. Thanks, everyone, for watching today or for listening on our podcast. Podcast. Good news from Good Sam. Yep. Great to have you here. Tommy, thank yes, you. You're of course. Always, always good to have you here, Tommy. Oh, I enjoy it. All right. <laughs> and to each and every one, Merry Christmas. God Bye-bye. bless everyone. Bye-bye. Thanks again, everyone, for joining us for this episode of Good News from Good Sam. We ask that you would join us again for our next podcast as we continue to go And remember to subscribe to the show where you listen to podcasts so that you don't miss an episode. Again, I'm Pastor Scott. And I'm Pastor Don. Thanks for listening, and we just hope you have a great day.